0: What does putting the fun back into brick-and-mortar retail look like, and how do we do that? Welcome to Tell Me Something Good About Retail, the podcast of The Retail Doctor. I'm your host, Bob Fibbs. On this episode, I'm talking to Tom Shea of Profits Plus about making retail fun again and selling from an investment standpoint rather than the heart. Welcome, Tom Shea, Principal Profits Plus. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm well. So who are you and what the hell do you have to do with retail?
1: Oh, let's see. Well, my name is Tom Shea. Um, I'm a fourth-generation independent retailer. So all I've ever known my whole life is being a retail owner. You know, people would pay to hear you tell your stories. And I go, pay this is good i like money that's That's why i'm a retailer and that's where i wandered off from being a uh, an owner of my store and started doing this stuff that i do
0: so did you end up selling the store or yes sold it uh the
1: well over the years there were eight not all at the same time uh let's see one two three four five six seven different cities but wow. our stores were in. As you go through the four generations of my family, uh, I sold it. Uh, it's not too far from my office as to where the last one I owned uh, is still there and doing its thing.
0: Well, let's go back. So okay. uh, I know that on your website you talk about how you are a um, uh, what is it? Fifth generation? Fourth? I'm fourth. Fourth. So what was the what was your you know growing up as part of a retail family? Um, I imagine you worked a lot for free. There's that. But yes. also the connection with your generations. Um, that's always the part that I think is so fascinating that you you really grew up with this merchant mentality, which I think is sorely missing in
1: 2019. That's, that's true. It is missing. I, I, I did grow up there. It was my family. Uh, Great grandfather decided he was working for a person who had a general store, 1919, 1920, somewhere in that neck of the woods. He suggested to the man, let's put gas pumps in. It's a general store. Car will pull up. He says, you know, I think cars are going to hang on here. Uh, when they stop, someone will get out, come in and get something cold to drink, see what we have to sell. The other one of us in the store, go out and fill up their car. Guy says no. So in secret, my great-grandfather trots across the street and buys the piece of land. <laughs> um, the, uh, the last <laughs> remaining person of my grandfather's generation, my, my great-uncle Van, love to tell the story over and over and over. I was just always fascinated. He says, I remember as a little boy being in the store and the man looking across the street and saying, what's that going on over there? And he says, daddy wouldn't say a thing because he knew if he told him he'd fire him. Till one day he said, here's my two weeks notice, I'm leaving. Guy says, where are you going? What strange you would ask. You know that piece of land across the street, that (laughs) building going up? And the building was a store on the first floor and the family residence on the top floor. Right, classes. Right, of course. Okay, there's going to be a sign out there. It's going to say G.W. Brown. My, grandfa- my great grandfather was George Walter Brown. Uh, three in one groceries, convenience, and gasoline. And that's where it started. A store that downstairs, let's see, the back of the store, there was a kitchen. Uh, and I remember this so well because after my great grandparents retired from the store, uh, they had the best business succession plan anyone could have five sons. Okay, one of them was going to kick in, right? And and it was my grandfather and my great uncle went to Kansas and had a store and my other great uncle stayed in the same city Fort Smith Arkansas and opened up a store eighteen blocks away, so uh, that's kind of where it, it all got started for my family and my family that's- lived up over that over that old store until 1956.
0: See, I think that's what's so great. And if I can, Tom, I think what makes that story so exciting for me is it's so much different than people coming to market with some things now, which always seem like a solution looking for a problem, right? It's like, you know, we've got an internet of things, a tea kettle. It's like, how does that help? Well, you can turn it on from anywhere. It's like, dude, you still have to fill it